Hello, welcome to Running Out of Time, The Fight with Cancer. I'm your host, Rob Hoffman. Thank you for listening today. Episode one, what's the point of anything? I went back and forth on making this podcast. Uh, I can't tell you how many times I started it, turned it off, started again. Overall, I wasn't sure that I'd have anything... I guess, positive to share with anybody at a minimum. This will be just sharing experiences and thoughts as this process uh, has happened and continues to go on. So hopefully you find something useful in this. If anything, you know, we identify that we have some of the same things or going through some of the same things. And this isn't specifically just for people that have cancer. Um, This is just an overall podcast about life in general. And and I think there's a lot of stuff in here that anybody can relate to, at least I'm hoping. So um, recently I just got back from a trip to Texas working on a film. It was a uh, Mahal Brothers uh, Empire or Mahal Empire production. And uh, it was a really good experience. Um, Why am I telling you this? Because a few years ago, I got into filmmaking as a way to deal with stress, essentially. Um, It's something that I enjoy doing. It's something, well, I more than enjoy it. I I love doing it. And it's something that I've been lucky to work into my professional profession Uh, more on the documentary filmmaking aspects, but also getting into the creative side of things as well. Um, So being paid for it, I can say that I'm a professional filmmaker and producer. um, And it's been outstanding for me to deal with a lot of things in life. And this is even pre-cancer. Um, the reason I'm telling you about this trip to Texas is really not specifically the filmmaking aspect, but it's the journey down there and back. Um, buddy Steve and I, uh, decided to drive down. So for the first four days of vacation heading down, we took our time just driving, um, from Montana essentially down to Texas we're very fortunate to be able to go through uh, Yellowstone National Park, the Grand Tetons, and just miscellaneous other stops on the way down there. Um, it was, I've taken a lot of trips like this, you know, whether it was like Glacier National Park or um, just national parks in general across the U.S. or um, even overseas. This one was a lot different in the fact that I think for the first time in life, I've actually stopped to enjoy all the small things. So everything, I mean, I've I've been to Yellowstone several times. I I can't even tell you the amount over the years. Um, But this one was completely different in that only to explain it is my eyes were open the entire time. I enjoyed everything from the waterfalls to bison and elk and deer and grizzlies. Um, It was just amazing trip overall because I really took in 
each, I don't know, individual minute, I guess. Um, every chance encounter, every picture that I took of the scenery, it was just, it was the most thoroughly enjoyable road trip I think I've really ever taken because I took the time to slow down and really observe everything. Um, you know, case in point, I've seen bison, I don't know how many times. I mean, you go through the park, you're always going to see them. But this time I was really watching, you know, um, just watching them graze. And, uh, you know, we had a close encounter with three specific that walked right through where we were in the parking lot and cars. And it was just amazing taking in every aspect of them just enjoying their everyday lives like no humans were there. Um, if you have seen the uh, news lately, I mean, it's a regular occurrence for park guests to get, you know, gored or trampled by bison because they get way too close to them. Um, in this case, these are probably one of the th most three serene and even-tempered bison I've ever seen. They could care less that we were there taking pictures. Um, you know, they just walked by enjoying life, eating, um, and just being. They had an enjoyable time shutting down the road where we were at by standing in the middle of the road. So I almost kind of wondered if they enjoyed the attention to a degree, or at least one in particular. But it was a great experience. And uh, it was that way all the way down and back. So... What I've seen so far is really thinking about everything in general. What am I doing? What's the path that I'm on? Um, if I'm to kick it tomorrow, worst case scenario, have I done everything that I wanted to do in life? And I don't know that anybody can fully say yes to that question. I know in this case I couldn't. There were still some things that I wanted to do. Um, I've been very fortunate in my life and have done a lot of things, but I wasn't ready or I'm not ready, um, to go tomorrow essentially. So I've been taking an inventory of things that, you know, I want to do, um, or get done sooner than later and just kind of play it from here, from there. Um, as far as cancer goes, um, I started with skin cancer. Um, luckily, I've had some great, or had a great VA surgeon um, that removed a lot of tissue. Um, but for the last year, I've been skin cancer free. Um, and then I found out that I had um, thyroid cancer. And then as well as a rare form of T-cell leukemia. I had my thyroid removed last year. I'm still in the process of doing the treatment for um, radioactive iodine. And But the thyroid's out and presumably all the cancer that was with it is, uh, is gone. Um, so now it's just the continuing or the follow-up treatment. And then the rare uh, T-cell leukemia is smoldering, I think is how they put it. It's it's inactive right now. 
um, but it, you know, it can activate at any time. And then apparently from what I understand, you have anywhere from six to 12 months once that happens. Um, so it's a little bit different. Um, I mean, I mean, it could be, you know, it could activate tomorrow. It can activate 10 years, 20 years from now. Typically, from what I understand, people get it um, while they're when they're older, like in their 80s. So it doesn't make that big of a difference for, for them. I mean, you know, they're towards the end of life to begin with. Um, so it's just almost kind of a natural part of life and death for people. But for me, you know, being identified in my 40s, and I'm not sure how long I've had it, which I surmise for a bit... Um, you know, obviously that's a bigger impact, um, on a younger person. So it really causes you to step back and think, um, you know, what am I doing with my life? Am I happy? Um, is there, are there things that I can be doing differently? Um, what are some things on my bucket list that I can knock off? It's, uh, you know, there's a lot to it. And so I've been going back through and reviewing a lot of that for me. And my perception I've noticed has changed, hopefully, for the better. It seems like it's for the better. That I'm enjoying life a lot more. I'm enjoying the small things. Um, trying not to leave things unsaid. Um, you know, with personal relationships in my life. And just continue to carry on with the thankfulness that I have each day that I have. And again, who knows? I mean, nothing can happen, you know, 20, 30, 40 years and die of a heart attack or something else, you know, it, it may not come into play. But there's something about having a shelf life that, you know, is a little concerning. And for me, it caused me to step back and, and evaluate. And this is the second, I guess, wake up call, you could say. That I've had a few years ago, I had a massive stroke with left side paralysis, and no, to this day, they're not entirely sure, um, the VA or Mayo Clinic, if it was blood clot related, if it was due to, um, you know, potential um, migraine or vasospasming, there's been a lot of, uh, a lot of guesses, but nothing figured out on it, but after that happened, um, I'd always wanted to play the bagpipes. So as soon as I was able to and rebounded, I went in and to the uh, pipes and drums of the Black Devils and said, uh, hey, I want to learn how to play bagpipes. And I'm not taking Noah for an answer as far as the process because it, it's incredibly different, uh, difficult to pick up the pipes, but I knew I was going to and I was going to stay at it until I did. And I was fortunate enough to become a bagpiper. So, you know, for me, that was a big bucket list item, and it's something that I've always loved, and it's been great. Um, unfortunately, I haven't been able to do them lately with all the other medical stuff going on, but I'm hoping to at least pick back up the small pipes again as a result of that. So at this point, you're probably asking yourself, why am I telling you all of this? And this is, this is kind of a vague overview. I, you know, I thought about how I was going to start this many times. Um. You know, but overall, I figured I'd just get into the personal aspect of it, which is the reflection of life and what we're doing. Um, you know, COVID hit and the world changed. Um, 
you saw a lot of people that were willing to step up and take care of, you know, the population as a whole and take precautions and others that weren't willing to do that. And we saw a huge shift in things, whether or not it's always been there and it just finally came to light. Um, you know, not entirely sure, but there's a lot of negativity in the world now. And again, it may have been there all along, but now it's out in the light and it's, uh, you know, it's hard to go through day by day on a lot of that stuff. Um, you know, the world is entirely easy to get you down, especially social media. Um, you know, and, and I'll get into a lot of those aspects in later podcasts, being that this is just the general introduction. Um, and you can hear my dog barking in the background because she likes to bark at everything. Um, so she'll probably be a regular part of these podcasts as well for all you dog lovers. But, uh, yeah, you know, it's just, it's a hard age to be alive, you know, and I'm not afraid to say that with everything that's going on, all the negativity, the way that everything's happening, you know, within the world, it's easy to get bogged down. Um, you know, I, I deal with it like you do daily, just just checking social media posts and seeing everything that's going on from mass shootings, um, you know, to political corruption, to just all kinds, all kinds of bad stuff. Um, but at the same side of things, there's a lot of good going on too. There's a lot of good people out there. And so it's easy to lose faith in humanity, I think. It's easy to come to the determination that everything is rotten and everyone is rotten and what's the point. Um, but, you know, this episode, what's the point of anything, is really just for me to share with you. You know, I think there's still a lot of good out there and I've seen it. I've seen what uh, cancer can do to families, how it can tear them apart, but it can also bring them closer. I can't explain why. But the, I know a ton of people, whether it's family, friends, acquaintances, that all are getting cancer. It just seems like, you know, there's something in, in, which I guess probably shouldn't be surprising. But something that's contributing to the population as a whole for increased cancer. Because, you know, I know I actually just had a, uh, a really close friend die of it. Um, and that was extremely hard for me just for the fact that John was a very upbeat and positive person. He always checked in on me, even though he had cancer. We had plans on, um, when I was heading down to Texas to stop by and see him on the way down in Colorado and, you know, never got the chance cause he passed away. And that hit me hard, you know, cause it was one of those things that, we were so busy between, you know, medical appointments and treatment and all that other other stuff that we didn't make the time. And then I lost and missed out on seeing him again. And it is just absolutely crushing to me, to be honest with you. It was incredibly difficult to handle. Um, but at the same time, he gives me a lot of drive to carry on because he had that type of personality Again, he was always positive and upbeat and at least, you know, on the surface. Uh, 
but he was also really good about discussing uh, what's going on, you know, underneath everything. And again, that's another conversation we'll have in a future podcast. Um, but long story short, I know a lot of people that have gotten cancer lately have made um, a few great cancer buddies that they're going through the same thing or similar. I've been fortunate enough to have some guide me through the processes as I've been going through them, and then also others simultaneously going through that we can vent to each other. Because, you know, there are some things, unless you've had to deal with it, you know, there's just some things that you're not going to get unless you have, you know, first-person experience with it. So... I found um, cancer buddies to be extremely, extremely beneficial and helpful throughout the process. Um, again, you know, overall, this is just kind of a basic introduction. This is just me to get through the jitters and start talking about different subjects and whatnot. I want to throw a wide variety, uh, potentially get other people dealing with cancer or even issues that decide to talk about, whether it's veteran issues, medical issues, um, life in general, um, coping mechanisms, all of that. Uh, I'm fortunate to have a lot of friends and family um, that are incredible people and that I'm hopeful share their perceptions and their life stories as well on this show as it continues. Um, but for the most part, it's really... It's really just, it's not medical advice. It's not telling you what to do. It's just giving you my perception and my interactions with people in a hope to let you know that you're not alone. Um, as I stated earlier, we're, we're living in some pretty difficult times and it's easy to get drugged down by the quicksand. Um, you know, mental health is a major deal and it's something that, needs to be worked on all the time. It's not something that you can just, you know, kick down and forget about or try to forget about. Well, you can, but you know, and I know that nothing positive comes from that. So as another big part of this, this is just kind of my own personal therapy, getting through all this and going to something that I know, which is, you know, podcasting, broadcasting, film and all that stuff. Uh, to share this stuff with you. And so if one person out there finds it useful, then, you know, mission accomplished. As Deadwood, uh, Deadpool would say, not in a George W. way, but, uh, you know, at least it's it's doing some good out there, um, not only for myself, but hopefully for somebody else. So overall, um, I hope you'll tune in to future episodes. I'm going to work to keep them around 20 minutes apiece and post as much and frequently as I can. And I hope you will join me on this adventure and we'll see where it goes. And again, hopefully there's something useful in there for you. So uh, thank you for listening and uh, I will talk to you soon. You've been listening to Running Out of Time, The Fight with Cancer. I'm Rob Hoffman, your host. Thank you again for contributing towards this broadcast, and I look forward to seeing you next time.